listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nation's podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited to be back here bringing you another episode from my brand new apartment. Yes, that's right. It feels like I've moved seven times in the past three months, and it's true, I have, but I am settled into this apartment for at least nine months, okay? So I have nine months in this apartment, and I'm I'm finally, I can just relax for a little bit, but then, hey, nine months will fly by, and I'll have to move out again. It's, I guess it's what you get for, for living on campus, but I'm so excited for this episode, and just a quick, quick update on Grace Nation. Just want to let y'all know, like, our summer break is coming to an end. We're going to start getting back into the flow of things. You're going to start seeing a lot more content roll out. I've been writing a little bit to you guys, and I've had a lot of fun doing it, but we're going to start getting some of our other writers back in on the projects, and so we're super excited to, to welcome some of them back. We've had all of our interns that, that write for us are all doing summer jobs and doing summer ministry, and so it's so exciting to see what they're doing, but you'll start to see uh, some of our regular writers back in the game writing to you guys and so we're super excited if you guys have no idea what our website is or haven't seen our ministry check it out it's grace-nation.com super easy you can sign up for our newsletter you can get all the information from that website all of our podcast information we have we just hit 400 different pieces of writing on that website and so we have a plethora (laughs) good vocab plethora we have a we have a plethora of content on that website for you guys to just to go through and enjoy for free so i hope you guys will take advantage of that now, today's podcast is inspired by a sermon that I had recently heard my pastor J.D. Greer preach. And J.D. Greer, you know, being at the Summit Church and being a part of that church family and that church community has been amazing. And uh, I've just had a lot of fun getting getting to know everyone at that church and starting my job. Like, it's, it's a great place. And a few weeks ago, J.D. Greer uh, was coming back from his little mini vacation, and he uh, had a sermon that he prepared, uh, and he pulled it from Hebrews 4. And it was just basically on the importance of rest in the Christian life. And if you guys are familiar with our podcast and you've gone back and you've listened to some of our episodes, you will have seen this theme of rest in our podcast, uh, especially with episodes on, and me and Tyler are in them. We, we talk a lot about rest. We talk about how Christianity is a religion of rest and not work. And, and that's a really awesome podcast. You, could, you can go check that out. I'll leave the link to that podcast in the show notes. But he preached on the biblical basis of rest and how important it is and rest takes many forms and one of those forms that he talked about was sleep now when he started preaching on sleep it was probably the first time in my entire life that i have heard like a dedicated sermon on sleeping uh, I, I just never heard it before, and not that it was wrong or not that I didn't like it. I actually loved it. I just never heard it before. It was new to me, and he was walking through Scripture, building the theological basis for sleep, and I thought it was so interesting, and it just sparked a thought in my mind. You know, 
sleep is so important for the Christian life. So why don't we talk about it? And so today we are going to be walking through the theological concept of sleep and its importance in the Christian life. And I am super excited. I've done some research. I've studied up. This podcast shouldn't be too long. I have three points that I want to make, and then I want to answer a question. So what we're going to do, basically the the way this podcast is going to be set up is I'm going to go through the three points first. We're going to read some scripture. We're going to talk a little bit about it. And then at the end, we're going to ask ourselves the question. Now, the question's a little bit different. So I think I think it's going to be exciting to kind of dive into that. But it's it's essential to what we're going to be talking about. And so the question will be at the end and we'll talk about that. But the three points uh, are what I consider the theological concept of sleep. This is where we pull sleep from. And I mean, besides all the scientific evidence that sleep is healthy for you physically, we're going to talk about the biblical basis for it being healthy for you spiritually, right? So we, so the first point, this was the first thing, and this was kind of like the obvious one, in my opinion. It might not be obvious. I don't know. But, and this is something that J.D. Greer touched on. But my first point is that sleep is a sign of submission. Sleep is a sign of submission. And I want to read a few verses out of uh, Psalm 121, uh, specifically verses 3 and 4. They say, He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of, of Israel does not slumber or sleep. And I think this puts into perspective, like, who God is. And then it also helps us put into perspective who we are, right? We are beings, we are fallen beings that require sleep. We cannot function without sleep. Sleep is something that our body requires. It, it, it's almost as if God gave us sleep to show us that you can't do it, right? Like, it's not up to you. Like, you can't do it. The one who doesn't sleep, God, it's up to him. He's the protector, right? So I really love what this what this little passage, these two verses are saying. And Psalm 121 is a very famous psalm. Uh, if you are familiar with For King and Country, they have a song that walks right through it. But I'll read the verses again. He will not allow your foot to sleep. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, your protector of, of Israel does not slumber or sleep. God does not sleep. And I mean, I'm not going to dive into what Genesis you know, one is talking about with creation. He took the seventh day to rest. He did not sleep because he had to, right? He didn't rest because he had to, or he he um he felt like he was deprived of something, right? No, he 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 rested as an example for us, right? Anyways, coming back to this point, this is God saying to us that we cannot do it. Like you require sleep to function. I think that's really interesting. So that's our first point, right? Sleep is a sign of submission. When we lay our heads down at night, we are essentially saying, God, I am, I cannot do it. I I am going to go unconscious for the next six hours, hopefully more than that, for the next six hours. And you are the protector of not only my life, but of this world of every person living on it. I am entrusting that to you, God. I'm getting a phone call. It's my mom. I'll have to talk to her later. Anyways, we we are, it is basically saying that, like, God, I am entrusting that to you. You are the protector. There's a, there's another passage in Psalm where it talks about when the, when the, um, the watchtower, right? Like, like if you go sleep, like who's going to watch the watchtower, 
right? And that's essentially what we're, if we're, a lot of our worry is if we're going to go to sleep, who's going to watch our watchtower? The whole point of it is that God will watch our watchtower and he will be our protector. We are, when we lay our head down at night, we are uh, saying that we are in submission to God. It is a sign of submission. Our second point today um, and I think this is one, I think this is one that we oftentimes uh, don't think about, right? Sleep is a gift from God. And how often do we reject it? It's just true. Sleep is a gift from God. We're going to read Psalm 127, the first two verses. It says this, unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. Sleep is a gift from God. And I think, I think as Christians... We, we are ignorant when we reject the gift of God, right? Like, salvation is a gift from God, and how dare we reject that? Like, no, like, we cannot reject that, right? Sleep is a gift from God, and how often do we actually reject that? Uh, I, think, I think we can oftentimes prioritize things over sleep when, when we need to just take the gift and sleep, uh, and even if those things are good, like I, I know a lot, J.D. Greer gave the example in his sermon. He was talking about how he would stay up super late and write his sermons and he would never get enough sleep. And then he started to see his ministry start to lack. Well, it was because he wasn't prioritizing this gift from God called sleep, right? He needed it. It was his sign of submission. It's a gift from God. God gives sleep to the one he loves. I'll read Psalm 127 one more time. Unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. Sleep is a gift from God. And lastly, and I think this is the most obvious one, is that sleep is to keep our body healthy. J.D. Greer gave this example in his sermon where he was basically talking about this, this scientific study where your body, when, it, when it's not sleeping and, and you're using your brain to think through things and think through problems and just using it for everyday you know, activity, your, body's, your brain starts to develop this kind of like goo, right? It's just like, this, it's just like the waste that the brain produces, and uh, the goo normally gets cleaned by an enzyme that's created uh, by your body. However, your body only produces this enzyme when you're asleep. And so literally sleep is degunking your brain. So if, if you are neglecting sleep and not giving your body enough time to degunk itself while you're asleep, then you are essentially killing your body faster than what your body was supposed to be, you know, aged through. It, it, this is the number one cause of stress. This is the number one, uh, this, this leads to brain cancer and brain tumors, the killing of brain cells. This leads to uh, blood problems, to heart problems, to muscle and tissue problems, and to ult ultimately, it leads, it leads to people going brain dead. This 
is huge. Like sleep deprivation is a real thing. And if you if you don't get enough sleep and allow your body, allow your brain to degunk itself, then it, then it then you are essentially inviting, you know, physical problems on yourself. Sleep is essential for our bodies. You see, we read in one of the Corinthians, and I know I'm going to take it out of context, so don't even start, don't get mad at me, but our body's a temple, and yes, our body's a temple does refer to the sexual immorality that the church of Corinth was was practicing, but our body is a temple, and, and God gave it to us, and we should take the responsibility upon ourselves to keep it in working order to, to, to stay healthy. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be in the gym every day and you have to be, you know, slaving, overeating, right? All this crazy stuff and only, you know, dieting all the time. That's not what that means. But it means taking practical steps to making sure that you are living in somewhat of a healthy manner, taking care of your body, keeping it clean, you know, going for a checkup, getting a physical, you know, whatever that would look like. It means that we're responsible for that, right? Because God has given us this body as a temple and as a vessel. And if we want to be effective ministers to people on this earth, then we have to make sure that we're alive to do it. And that means taking care of our body. And so sleep is needed to keep our temple in working order. It's needed maintenance on the body. Now, those, those, so those are my three points, okay? Sleep is a sign of submission. We get that from Psalm 121, verses 3 and 4. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, your protector of, indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. Number two, sleep is a gift from God. We pull that from Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor over in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. Sleep is a gift from God. And then lastly, sleep is to keep our body healthy. It is needed maintenance on our body for us to be able to function properly, okay? So look at the importance of sleep. Sleep is a sign of submission. It helps us have a right view of God and a right view of self. It's a gift from God that we should humbly receive. And then it's needed maintenance on our body so that we can carry out ministry effectively. These are like essential to the Christian life. It is essential to have a right view of God, right? We need to receive the gifts that God gives us and we also need to keep our body healthy. These are all things that are so important to the Christian life. So, in light of all that stuff, I've been asking myself, and this goes with any theological concept, I've been saying this, theology is great, but it is useless if it is not coupled with the Great Commission. This is what I've been asking myself lately. What does that mean because of the Great Commission? Okay? That's the question that I've been asking myself lately when it comes to anything. So what do all those things mean? What does the theological concept of sleep mean in the light of the Great Commission? How are sleep and evangelism connected? Take a second. Think about it. How important is this question for us to answer? If sleep is a sign of submission... If sleep is a gift from God, and if sleep is to keep our body healthy, then how do we take those things in light of the Great Commission? And I think we could go on for days.
But I think at first sight, it's kind of difficult. I'm going to read a passage from Romans 1. This is actually, I have it tattooed on my body. Romans 1, 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. That's the part that I have tattooed on my body. But it, he keeps going because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. For it is the power of God unto salvation. That means God does the saving. That means that the weight of salvation if the weight of salvation was on us, we would not be able to sleep at all because it's such a heavy weight. But the weight of salvation is not on us. It's on God. He does the saving so we can sleep at night, right? But what does that mean for the time that we're awake? We are essentially recharging our body, getting our temple clean and ready, receiving the gift of God as we go out and teach the ultimate gift of God, which is salvation, if we can be faithful in receiving the small gifts from God, then we can be faithful for proclaiming the major gift of God, who he wants every ear and every soul to come into contact with. In our submission, in our sleep, if we have a right view of God and a right view of self, I did a podcast on that a few weeks ago. If sleep is a sign of submission, then we have a right view of God and a right view of self, then we can effectively carry out the Great Commission if we are faithful in receiving our gifts from God, something as simple as sleep, then we can be faithful and we can walk in faith knowing that God will use us as vessels for the biggest gift, for others to receive the biggest gift, which is salvation. And then how are we supposed to proclaim the gospel if we are not healthy, if we're sick, if we're in our room vomiting? Now, that's not saying... That if you're in sin, then, you know, you, you're going to be sick. No, 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 no. You can be sick and you know, it, it just happens. Our bodies get sick, okay? It also means that if you're sick, that doesn't mean that's because you're not sleeping enough. I'm just saying that if we get enough sleep, we take care of ourselves, then we can go out and share the gospel because we're healthy, right? doesn't mean we won't get sick, but we're not, we, we are not intentionally not getting enough sleep, that's causing us to be sick, right? Like, we need to do everything we can to make sure that we're healthy. And sicknesses will come and go, but as long as we're being faithful, taking care of our body, doing what we know how to do, God will be faithful on his end. And so I just want to, I want to leave you guys with this. Sleep and the Great Commission are intimately connected. And if we are being, if we're not being faithful and getting enough sleep, then how can we be faithful at taking the gospel to the ends of the world, right? And so that's that's just, I, I want that, I just want that thought to, to sit uh, on you guys for a bit. I, I heard this awesome sermon uh, from John MacArthur. He preached it at Together for the Gospel, a big conference that happens every few years. This, this particular sermon was pulled from the 2010 meeting of Together for the Gospel. And it's the, the literal title of the sermon is The Theology of Sleep. And it's an hour sermon on him going through the theology of sleep. And so I'm going to link that, that video in the show notes. I wanted to keep today's podcast on the shorter side of things so you guys can enjoy your Saturday or whatever day you're, you're listening to this. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I hope you guys continue to have a fantastic week. I am praying for you guys daily. I hope that you guys will email me, get in touch with me, shoot me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, email me, contact us form. There are so many ways for you guys to, to talk to me. 
you guys should take advantage of all of those. I hope to hear from you all soon. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.